Ladies and gentlemen, ATDF everything in that shelf presentation. Rocking with TDF everything. Spoiled rotten. Spoiler alert. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. It's me, Daniel. And it's Ben. On Spoiled Rotten. Oh, that shelf. Boom. I guess I always say welcome back, but this could be someone's first episode. But it Ooh. feels like, you know, just welcome back, you know? You've always been here. Yeah. Um, we, I'm uh, tempted to not say welcome in because I listen to a lot of fantasy football stuff yeah. and they all say welcome in. <laughs> <laughs> and we're distinctly not fantasy football. No. But um, we are all about ranking today. That's a good point. Yeah. We're going to be ranking everything that came out in phase four of the mcu i don't know if the christmas special counts as phase four it seems like it doesn't really have a home but we haven't seen it yet so it's it's that's uh, yeah and i'm I'm glad we're bringing this up because you know um everyone mcu like kevin foggy has said like this black panther wakanda forever is the end of phase four so i don't know if it needs is included in there or if it's kind of like a spider-man situation where it's like oh it's book ended then um you know like i, I it's it's kind of weird uh into the saga thing i mean but it's still a far, officially part of the phase but i don't know based on the what they announced in those lineups it wasn't really considered a part of phase four right i don't know comic-con it is a moot point, as I said, since it's yeah. not out yet. And we're recording this a week after seeing. I mean, it isn't for me even a week after seeing Black Panther 2. Mm-hmm. I think this is a week to the day for you. This is a week to the day for me. And yeah. I have plans to see it again this weekend. So yeah. I'm very excited for that. It's going to um, be a good weekend. So, yeah, I guess we'll we'll just go in release order. Kind of talk about each uh, thing. There's two on the list that we didn't actually record an episode for so it'll be new information to you how we felt about those things and Mm -hmm. uh and then we will rank them from least favorite to favorite at the end of all of this so you're in for a treat everybody that's right here we go uh wandavision which i will say our spoiled rotten episode on that is episode 127 if you want to listen to what we thought of wandavision as a whole Mm -hmm. um first thing that came out i know people are like oh it wasn't supposed to be but here we are. It is, it is the first thing that we got mm-hmm. on Disney Plus, and people were really fiending for some MCU stuff. So I feel like it was a big thing. It got a lot of uh, action in terms of uh, yeah. impression share of the uh, of the public. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know how to like just public. Yeah, discourse. yeah. I, I it, think it, you got I, a lot of that. It, 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 it was. It it was the thing that people were talking about at the time, right? It's like the Game of Th- Thrones finale. It's just like every a significant portion of people, even not like Marvel people, mm-hmm. were watching this, and yeah. it's because of obviously the the timing of the pandemic. And then this was the first uh, Disney Plus show launch, right? So well, it wasn't the first Disney Plus show, but it was the first it, Marvel Disney Plus show. Is the Marvel right first Marvel Disney Plus yeah. show in the MCU? Um, 
And people were kind of like wondering how is the six hour or six to eight hour runtime going to fare out in terms of storytelling. Um, this is the first crack at it. And yeah. <laughs> like you said, a lot of eyes on it. So I, I rewatched it uh, before Doctor Strange 2 came out on Disney Plus because mm-hmm. Pauline wanted to watch Doctor Strange 2. So we watched WandaVision first. Yep. And I feel like it really still held up. Like I haven't really changed my opinion on it. I thought mm-hmm. it really still worked for me. Yeah. What about you? I agree. It, it still worked for me. I Taking away the fan reactions and the expectations of the week to week thing, which we do go into in that podcast episode, yeah. 127, you said, right? Um, that's our big, biggest critique. And I think that's largely, you'll find that to be a common theme amongst the shows is like, did they have enough episodes? Did they have too many? Was it one short? and like all these kind of things it's a common reoccurring thing versus the movies we never really have that discussion whatsoever in the mcu at least we we definitely have had movies where we've reviewed where it's like yeah that needed to be longer um but definitely not in the mcu we're we're like yeah the runtimes are what they are but in this situation no yeah i I disagree but we'll get to it you disagree oh right (laughs) okay um well at least that's my case yeah speaking for myself um but wandavision yeah Great series. I don't think I've changed much more except for probably liking it more, but that's because like second walkthroughs, I'm always looking for more Easter eggs and yeah, tiny little references. I'm pretty sure the Disney Plus show I've watched the most. Yeah? Yeah. Because I was watching it like twice when it came out and then Mm. I'm pretty sure I watched it again before we recorded our episode and then I've watched it for the just rewatch with Pauline. So like at least three times, three run throughs. So three or four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so that there's that, that mm-hmm. should play into how people feel about where I rank it. But yeah, yeah. I, uh, I didn't really change my opinion on it. So that yeah. there's that. I can, I can definitely tell you, I, I probably felt better about it. Yeah. this time because i'm like oh i don't have the bamboozled feeling like we know what the, yeah. the delivery system's all about and we're not getting the whole like oh is and, and it's not even the show itself doing this and this is why well I this show did a fan base reaction no but the idea show, of like this show begged people to be like oh we're gonna get this we're gonna get that like yeah but they they begged them to use their imaginations that's what i'll say and no we ran wild with a few specifically things. things like oh yeah i can't like i get to work with this actor i can't oh this is gonna happen like this I think the good thing about the Disney Plus yeah. shows, if they didn't get better, they at least got better at promoting them. <laughs> Fair enough. I think, but uh, that's why we, I keep bringing up it was the first Disney Plus show because I don't think you're right. The promotion kind of stuff doesn't happen like that anymore. Yeah, I we think they the they got their one thing around, off, and that was that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that's episodes 129 through 134 of our <laughs> show. If you want to listen to that, uh, we covered it week to week, as you can tell from that number range instead of what we did for WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I haven't rewatched it since we talked about it. I've just kind of seen bits and pieces and mm-hmm. talked about it on other podcasts. And I think I, I remember it fondly, so I'll just put it that way. But you can hear through those episodes what I feel like on like a detailed level. But I mm-hmm. think I think that was something that they took on that was a great endeavor. Yeah. Um 
I have rewatched it since we reviewed it, and it probably didn't land as well for me the second time watched through. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's the Sharon Carter stuff that really bothers me because it just comes out of nowhere. Um, being the the deal broker, right, or the the, the power, power broker. broker. Well, yeah. I mean, she, the first episode she's in is called the power broker. Yeah, it doesn't really come out of nowhere. It just it didn't feel properly explored for sure. I, yeah, I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Um, but I in that episode, that... even entitled power broker, it's it's just like okay, yeah, she's introduced, but I mean, it's would you say that it's meant to be? like yeah she's a power broker and then the rest of the I, series yeah, is not referenced you're supposed to feel like yeah i guess she showed up in the episode called power broker as the mm. power broker i guess i so. think i can acknowledge that that doesn't work but uh i guess we'll just see how i feel about disney plus shows in general basically <laughs> acknowledging that that big thing didn't work for me sure um i don't think any show came out unscathed in terms of stuff that didn't work that is true. That um, is true. Next up on next the docket, we do have Loki. Loki. So that's episodes 140 to 144. Then we skipped one, and then 146 is our coverage of Loki. Really started strong. Uh, I also have not changed my opinion on this one. Yeah. I think. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of good in it. I think people like Loki, so it's probably at everyone's top. And then mm-hmm. it gave us He Who Remains at the end, which is a great way to end in terms of a high of introducing a new character. Mm-hmm. And let's not, like, what is her? Wow, I've, I've forgotten Sylvie? the name of female. Sophie? Sylvie. Sylvie. Sylvie is a great character as well. Yeah. I mean, so is the, like, TV agent, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's a, a lot of great and... female characters. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a, just amazing female characters. I think, um, yeah, if you listen to those epi- episodes, you'll hear the arc of me being like, "Yeah, this is great. This is doing exactly what <laughs> uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was doing." And then it kind of comes the... to a point where they're like, "No, nah, never mind." Yeah, the big old bamboozle at the end. Yeah, so I haven't really <laughs> changed my opinion on that, but it's, it's... still. Uh, it's yeah. worth a watch. It's it not, is. It's not. Yeah. As I said, none of these shows are without their issues. I just think that thematically, it seems to be in conflict with itself. Mm-hmm. Versus the first two shows we just talked about didn't have that feeling for me. While they might have had elements that I would have liked better explained or just not in it, they still didn't thematically kind of like eat their own tail. Yeah. Because. I, I completely agree. Uh, Loki does the bamboozled thing in a very, very interesting way because it's like, but wait, we're going to give you he who remains and everything like that. And we're going to give you Jonathan Majors. We're going to give you this small little glimpse of like what we're setting up for the rest of the phase and all that. But then you're like, wait, in terms of storytelling, though, <laughs> this is very unsatisfying. And I feel that more watching it well, again. Yeah, I think the the idea that you have the villain he who remains point out how pointless loki was in the loki show <laughs> yeah it's one thing to be like thor ragnarok or indiana jones where no one point like shines a light on it mm-hmm. and you just you're like oh i guess the, all of this would have happened no matter what 
Mm-hmm. That's one thing. It at least is like, oh, I guess they didn't think about that. But this one is like, well, they thought about it. They put it on. They put it on display, and then left him in a state that is pretty much the same as when we met him. Instead of having him actually go through a journey and uh, become something else. Yeah, he he just and they isolated him. Like, so yeah. it's like he can't even have other people around him. I mean, I I'm not an idiot. I understand there's a second season, but as a story it's like oh so now he doesn't even have people around him who saw the change and can speak to it it's just he feels rejected he knows he would be rejected because a variant of himself rejected him and Mm -hmm. no one else is around to kind of fortify his uh thing i was just like oh no not not really for me i i i agree that he is a interesting character i agree Mm -hmm. that he remains is a great like that episode, I don't even remember what that last episode was called, but like he it's great. But if you put all those episodes together, it's kind of like, oh, well, yeah, it seems like this shouldn't have been a show about him, and it was really a show about uh Sylvie, yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong, that is the variant thing, and I, I like that, but it's just, I thought you're right, I, I thought the whole thing was about self love and acceptance and like all that kind of stuff, yeah. And the, they the could of meta get there and... by the end of the series. It's just as it's season one, I'm like, oh, yeah. like I would rather him not have it confirmed to him all of the negative thoughts he had about himself. Yes, because that take him away that... from everyone who knows that he's changed. But he should still feel like he's changed. But at this point, they could just ignore it. But to me, I would have like it, to me, it may only makes sense that he'd be like, yeah, I was right. No one trusts me, and I can't be trusted. And that's yeah. That. And then, and then where do we go from here? Like, he's not going to be like we've, we've seen before. He's not going to be a headliner main villain. He's controlled. He's he's like he's not really at that level. So what is no. he going to do? And when he does rule, he's hedonistic. So it's just like, OK, you've kind of gotten the character to really go nowhere. Maybe yeah. hide out with the other Lokis and, you know, who knows where that goes. But it's it there was a lot of setup in in Loki and a lot of a lot of nothing <laughs> a uh, lot of nothing <laughs> agreed uh next black then, widow the first feature film release in failures so for this is an episode we did with Michelle Gardner this mm-hmm. episode 145 of our show so you can listen to that for details and some great insights from Michelle that I didn't think of um I also haven't changed my opinion on this. I think it's probably not as, uh, I guess, sorry. What I should say is what I thought was strong, I still think is strong. Um, But maybe having seen how everything shook out, it's not like top of the list for me. It's just kind of like, yeah, I I still think that thematically, and I'll always go back to that, It, I liked where it was going in terms of having that idea of that like pain makes you stronger. And how that played into who the villain was, mm-hmm. not Taskmaster, uh, and specifically how I mean it introduced one of my favorite MCU characters in Yelena Belova. So like, mm-hmm. I I would never be mad at that, and I truly enjoyed the family stuff. I thought like it was a movie where like almost immediately I was like, oh, I'm on board if this is what we're doing. This is mm-hmm. great. Yeah, the family stuff really really worked for me. The whole like, oh yeah, they were Russian spies living out the 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 fan uh, the Mm-hmm. the cover and all that kind of like that really really worked for and me like especially how to those two girls like, and especially yelena like yeah. the idea of like don't 
no, that was real for me. Like it was a mission for you, but it was real for me. Well, I mean, I, like, mean, I don't think that it actually was just a mission for uh, uh, Natasha. Right. And she's just playing it off. Cool. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like when she said that line, it's just like mm-hmm. it really hit home. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is something like you're right. It introduces a great character, um, but it's it's uh, it, it doesn't. I think they just did better in phase four than that, but I still feel like what worked worked for me. And I feel like it's just unfairly gets like shit on. Yeah, it it, it does unfairly get shit on. And I think a lot of that has to do with its release point. I'm like, okay, if if it did come out in phase two or three, then it would have been a lot better received, I think. Because you put it in such an awkward uh, spot here. You can't set up Yelena. I get that. You, you, all those kind of things. But it's just like... To me, again, I wouldn't want that backwards step, it's more, if I'm yeah, being honest. But I like, I just feel there's like... more story about a character that's dead. And I'm like, oh, that bites I for mean, me. That's, uh, that's not a problem for me. That's fair. Like, <laughs> you can still tell a good story if you know the character is dead. That's, I, I, that's I get nothing. it. I, I get it. It's Yeah. I get I it. It's, this is not the Han Solo situation. No. I fully get that, but it's this is just a situation where I'm like, yikes, it didn't work for me that well. I'm assuming but, you mean on your like rewatch because you gave it a nine. I did give it a nine at that point in time. Yeah. 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 And now like it, when I rank it through the list, turns out I'm a little bit more generous with my rankings than I thought because <laughs> I was looking at some of my rankings and like what I put here i'm like oh this list is not going to make a lot of sense except for the retrospective i mean to be fair that's why we're like making a point of saying if we rewatched or how we feel about it now like just because there's a recording of us saying black widow is a nine doesn't mean that it's still a nine it just means that that's how we felt then and i was just making sure that you were being clear that what you meant was it doesn't work for you upon rewatch yes that is correct It, it it's the rewatch thing that didn't work well for me didn't set well on the rewatch but that's that's fair enough we'll go on yes all right uh, next one after that is shang chi so that's episode 156 of mm-hmm. our podcast and a movie uh, that actually sat a lot better for me on the rewatch than it did for I the first time around yeah there was only up for it to go for you that this is true like i really there was a lot i saw in that movie that i didn't like mm-hmm. and the more i looked at it i'm like why am I not liking this right now? <laughs> and then answering those questions made me feel like, oh, okay. This had the best potential to grow within what it was allowed to do. Mm-hmm. It was frustrating. It didn't do more. And at a point in time where it was like fighting against a lot of odds, pandemic-wise, mm-hmm. uh, rising Asian racism-wise and all that kind of stuff. But it's still as a movie itself, fundamentally good good watch through i, I enjoyed think it's it. a very enjoyable film yeah um simu does well i've I, like i always was like simu kicks it in this movie it's great but i feel and oh god the wen wu thing yeah, he is easily character. one of the best characters man like that's why i, I like think, this movie so much I th- more is i wen think wu. the aquafina character's name is katie like i'm not yes, an aquafina katie. fan but i like Simu mm-hmm. Liu and Aquafina's uh, chemistry. I think it really works. And yes, mm-hmm. the obvious Wenwu is great aspect yep. of it. Uh, 
not a movie I've, i mean i revisited after we uh reviewed it but uh i haven't since last year so my memory of it is that kind of like winter falcon and winter soldier what i liked about it initially when i think about it still works for me it doesn't feel like it's uh mm -hmm. i overhyped it that sense um but yeah it's uh it's an entertaining film is what i'll say mm -hmm. uh next is what if which is episode 158 of our show to be honest i don't really think about what if it's uh, <laughs> i think obviously i love star lord t'challa mm -hmm. that's a great episode very... I kind of liked what they did with Killmonger mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. It was fun. It's basically my opinion of what if it was fun. Yeah, I didn't. Re I, it's not something I think about very often. No, I, I can't say that I would because it's just like in terms of Disney Plus show, like in terms of that payoff, in terms of MCU proper and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, okay, there's references to it in other properties but i mean like it's not a continuation of that same character so it's kind of like that's neat we see the live action iteration of what they drew but i mean overall i, I don't think it has an overall bigger bearing to it it's fun and i want to see more of it but you're right i don't think too much of it no, there's not much to say it. about it's what fun, though I'm, it's I'm, very I fun i do remember really not liking that doctor strange episode which obviously everyone yeah loves. yeah that everyone was everyone loved that shit but just I sucked watching him do the same thing over and over and over again and not succeed and have to watch what? her die all that yeah, much. Yeah, I was I really wasn't into that. Yeah. Because I didn't ever really feel like whatever, we we talked about this in other Doctor Strange episodes, but I was never mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, he really loves her. I think like it was just the like Christine Palmer character. Yeah. Like, I yeah, think he really needs her. And they realized they didn't work together. Yeah, I think he really needs her, or he thought he did. But like you said, uh, yeah. in the second in the multiverse of madness is like, yeah, this is better for the character. Like, let move on from. Well, I think that is one strong point for what if is mm -hmm. that you at least can be like, well, I just watched what if where they tried to drill it into my head that he loves her. So a lot <laughs> of this stuff in multiverse of madness makes sense because yeah. I guess we're supposed to believe he loves her yeah um but that's because he plays the character off as someone that he loves himself so much more than anything else which is true i mean like even in she hulk they're like why are all superhero narcissists and like yeah, yeah billionaire narcissists and whatever i'm well, like yeah you fall in that category that the the the, the um, events that happen in infinity war and game and mm -hmm. no way home fundamentally changed him I don't yes. think he loves himself more than anything else anymore. Otherwise, Infinity War feels like it would be different if he still loved himself more than anything else. Right. He would have found I, a way where he doesn't have to go away. Yeah, yeah. No, but what I, what I meant is when you bring up the fact that, like, yeah, it cements the fact that he, maybe he really did care about her. I'm like, yeah, because you don't get that in the first movie. Because in the first movie, he's just... I'm, I'm not even narcissist. saying I feel like they tried and it didn't work. I feel mm. like they successfully told me in that first movie, this was a relationship where they realized they're better like peers than they are yes. lovers. And that's an interesting thing to put in a movie where usually you'd be like, well, no, there has to be someone that he falls in love with at the end. Mm -hmm. Like I like that it was like, she's just another person he treats poorly and that she, there's clearly a mutual respect there, but it doesn't have to be 
a romantic thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I I just didn't think that's where they were going with that, and then they did. Uh, and all <laughs> I'm saying is a strong point for that episode is at least it was top of mind for me when we went into Multiverse of Madness with yeah. that love stuff. Um, so yeah, that's what if. <laughs> kind of just fun. Now Eternals. This is one episode 162 of our show. If you want to hear, I don't care for this movie. <laughs> it's not a good movie. It. And this is definitely one where I feel like this is a movie where they didn't use their time effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. it's the second longest now that, uh, sorry, there's Endgame. Third, third then, longest now. Yeah. So yeah, it's Wakanda third longest forever. now to Wakanda forever. And I still felt like, well, I feel like more needed to happen. Like, yeah, I w- I mean, again, I don't, I haven't rewatched it. I saw it the ones I don't much care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I think I cinematic... like it less than when we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, but I it's... feel like even during our conversation the first time, I started liking it less as we talked about it. Mm-hmm. I um, I I did do a rewatch of Eternals for some reason. I just kind of rewatch a lot of things. That's good of um, you. Yeah, and and it it doesn't it's not a it's not fun to rewatch that i feel like i got everything i was gonna get out of it the first time yeah but i think it's good that you rewatched it because at least you'll have a more updated opinion of it Mm -hmm. than me but yeah i just the more other stuff came out the less i thought about it and i already i feel like the episode we recorded right after that i already didn't want to think about it anymore so yeah and to be clear when i say i rewatched it it was probably nine months ago when i had nothing better to do okay so it's but, not recent i, mean, I definitely did not people like it. fall of face four before yeah, yeah. this episode <laughs> no. that would be a lot of dedication no, that'd be too um much. for sure but i mean i i what i mean is i have rewatched it i'm like oh okay this is a very pretty movie this is a lot of cinematography mm-hmm. but that's not what we need right now we need more storytelling Kingo's uh, <laughs> sidekick guy was great. I I have to give them that. That I thought I love Kingo's sidekick guy. I forget yeah, what his like, name is. That I was like in the trailers, like I'm gonna hate this guy, and the fact that I was like this guy's great, yeah, like, almost immediately. Yeah, that that's a plus for the movie. I'm was not a fan of what they did with Gilgamesh. That's his name, right? The guy yeah. from Train to Busan. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't like that. Did not. I was not a fan of that. Yeah, I really had a lot of feelings, like a lot of negative feelings rewatching that and how yeah. he just, oh yeah, it's not I, great. Uh, I'm pretty don't, sure it's this movie wanna... where like, they're like, here's the plan. And I was like, I still don't understand what your fucking plan is. Like, <laughs> I don't, like it, it's fine. I don't care if you, you can explain to the audience if you know it. It's, I don't want to like know what it is. I'm just glad I finished the movie and it's done. And oh, it's, it. I mean, it's, it, it goes no more complicated than by our powers combined. This is Captain Planet Excellent. and we can, that's, that's all Perfect. I'm going to say is not that another person comes out but it's just like oh yeah we're gonna tether all our energies together to overcome this one thing even though the entire team isn't assembled you would think that the final boss would require the full force of the team but no you've got legit like a oh few yeah characters you just reminded that like, me that they're like kingo's the just gonna leave now 
yeah, Kingo just looks, hey, yeah, I, I'm not going to fight with my family, but I'm on the side of the Celestials, so I'm yeah, going to yeah. dip out. I'm like, yeah. that. They you, gave you him have... a reason. Don't get me wrong. I understand. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. he still needed to come back. And anyway, we talked about it on the episode. But I forgot yeah, but... about that whole part where they're like, it's you, not you even were... all of them at once. At <laughs> yeah. And the, the, it's it's that. And then the idea of like, oh, okay, it's not all at once fighting together. Because the majority of the time they're fighting against Icarus, so yeah, yeah. It's, what, it's. I mean, sorry, uh, yeah, I do. Rem- I remember he's the villain. It's just, yeah, it's not like they still had everybody who was still good on their side. Because I know Sprite Correct. also temporarily becomes a villain. Which, oh, yeah, in the comic run I read, the Neil Gaiman run, Sprite just is the bad guy. So that part I was waiting for. Mm-hmm. Icarus thing actually got me by surprise. So if I'm giving it pluses, I didn't see the Icarus thing coming, and. Uh, Kingo Psychic, who I wish I remember the name of, is great. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I also thought that the Makari stuff was wild, that they just sidelined her for like most of the movie. Oh, yeah. And then they were like, she's bored. I'm like, why is she hiding then? Like, go out and do something. Yeah. I mean, this is all that and the, the Black Knight thing, the Dane Whitman thing, where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they're together, and I guess that's a sufficient way to write out his character if he doesn't have powers right now. Yeah, that makes sure. sense. I, I mean, I didn't. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I mean, like I get uh, it. It's like, yeah, it, she was dating someone. Yeah, his voice is in it. Slowly as as Blade, so that's yeah. Because there's, there's a lot, of nothing happening there right yeah. now. Protect that movie at all costs, I guess, because it might be the oh, only time yeah. we get Mahershala as Blade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Next, Hawkeye which is episodes 165 to 168 and then episode 170. I cannot believe we did every episode for I such a like series that either. I despise so much. I mean, to be clear, <laughs> I don't despise it. I still like Kate Bishop and I love that Yelena came back for this. Mm. So it has that going for the it. The Yelena stuff is good. That is very, very good. But the rest of this, the series is a no go. No, I did I not either. I didn't really I just... know what it was about. And yeah. to be clear, if this is your first time listening to this, that is my in for a movie. Like, what are they trying to say? And this doesn't mean that I feel like a movie can only be made if there's some kind of like thing they're trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. If you just want to like in fast and furious, I don't really care what they're trying to tell me. I just want to watch them have a good time. Like I yes. will enjoy those movies. That's so that's, and I, yeah, and I do still like them. Like, it's not like I'm like, oh, they fell off or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I still enjoy them for what I enjoy them for. I'm talking, but we also don't really cover those in depth on this show. Like, I'm mm-hmm. talking about if I'm covering a show, if we are going to, like, be dismantling it, it helps if I feel like there's some kind of central truth they're getting at. Yeah, some uh, motif, Or they're asking some a theme. question. Like, they're asking yeah. an interesting question and they're, dis- and they're mm-hmm. exploring it. But I think I think none of that this was show here just for... kind of was like, I don't know. We got a we got fucking kingpin coming, so stay tuned. I, think, <laughs> uh, I, sh- I should say I did like um, Echo. Her name's Alakwa Cox. What's the character name though? Um, I'm just gonna reference her as Echo because yeah, Echo. that's that's yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Echo's great. I'm glad that she's in the MCU now. Yep. Unfortunate that this is the show she's in, but. She's here now. That's great. Yep. As I said, I like Kate Bishop, so I'm glad she's been introduced. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of problems with this show. I mean, no surprise where it ends up on my list, but yeah, I'm I'm not a Hawkeye fan though. So yeah, it's, and this it's show a whole didn't lot of really poopy for me. Like him more, 
and it made me like, oh, okay, all the the gripes about oh the father. Like, just why would they do that? Like in the first episode, why would they kill him off screen and set that? They knew we'd be asking questions. Show us a that, body. I mean, that works for the comic because you're like, oh, it's the father comes back, and it, so it's, I yeah. get them separating expectations with that. But I do think that the show mostly works if you know the Matt Fraction run that they are yeah. um riffing off of. Yeah. But I mean it just goes to show this is this it's a character that I don't care too much about. It's yeah. not, it just doesn't work for me. He's got his moments. Well this but... is the thing, like not to tip my hand, but like I didn't care about Wanda or Vision either, but their show made me care. Yeah. It's Whereas true. Like I like... was just like nah, I don't really need this. I loved reading the mm-hmm. comic don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but then when i was like oh they're just doing the comic in the show but they can't even really do the comic mm-hmm. i was like eh, this isn't for me yeah because like so, for one division at least you got like oh this is an action rom-com okay that's kind of really, interesting I, I like i think it's a bit more than that but yeah well okay uh, yes it's a lot more than that but the way a bit it was more dramatic uh, than that uh, yes of course but the way it was originally sold versus the hawkeye thing i was like oh this is christmas Christmas yeah. is a character in this. Great. <laughs> uh, next is No Way Home, which also has Christmas as a character. Yeah, one uh, episode one sixty nine of our show. <laughs> You're right. Well, they oh, intersect, even though you don't see the two characters. But mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man does swing by the tree that Hawkeye and Kate Bishop spend some time in, or something. I don't remember that show. Yeah, we're told anyway. roughly it's the same time frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Who yeah. cares? Great. No more talking about Hawkeye. Yeah. No, no Way Home. <laughs> No way home. As I said, episode one sixty nine. You can hear our thoughts on that. I I am a big Spider Man fan, and I thought that that movie did a great job of mm-hmm. justifying all the things that people didn't like about MCU Spider Man, and being like, "All right, so we just finished this first like round of Spider Man stories, and now we're getting into the stuff that everyone else wanted to see mm-hmm. from the beginning because we're taking our time." And I really, really enjoyed it. And maybe I've tipped the scales because I did re I saw it in theaters again with all the extra stuff added in, uh, which really worked for me. There was like maybe one or two scenes where you're like, I can see why this got cut. But for the most part, <laughs> I enjoy it. Not, not because it doesn't work, but it's because you're like, I mean, this is just them having fun, which is nice to see in this mm-hmm. room. But like, if you were putting your best foot forward first, yes, I can see you cutting some of the scenes that I'm thinking about. But mm-hmm. overall, I really enjoyed seeing it again in theaters very recently mm-hmm. uh, this summer. And uh, with all the stuff put back in, including Tom Holland's brother scene, which still wasn't. I mean, people were really mad they took it out, but I'm like, it's fine. It's mm-hmm. It actually does help the character stuff. But mm-hmm. I was just like, the brother doesn't get to do much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think it's great. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I've always got a huge bias towards Spider-Man. Um, I, I don't love where the movie ends. Gotta be honest with you. Um, I like the movie. It's fun. Does its thing. Don't love where it ends. I think for me, it's different than the Tobey Maguire stuff because mm-hmm. I genuinely believe he's a stupid kid. Yep. Like, yes, he's book smart, but he is a stupid kid, so I can see him making that dumb decision to not just follow through on what he promised to do yeah 
versus the gaslighting that Tommy Maguire like holds on to for most of the movies. <laughs> It's true. He does it so actively, and it's so yeah, bad. Like, Versus, uh, like he does point, it once <laughs> on a massive scale. But yeah, like, don't be to your point. Yeah, so that bad. sucks that he does that. But I also feel like even if it's not Tom Holland, they're continuing the story of that Spider-Man. So that's not a final thing. Like yeah. everything in the MCU, it's like that's a mistake he's going to have to reckon with. He's yeah. going to actually pay for that mistake of, yeah, of not following through on what he promised his loved ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's 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 brutal because like you know like he really does lose everything at that point in time but the yeah aside from the gaslighting thing the thing that really bothers me the most about it is like okay we now have a spider-man that has to do the poor loner thing and we have to we have to explore that and that's not fun to me because I the, the reason why I liked this Spider-Man was because he got introduced with friends involved and you got to see him interact with everyone else. And because he is a kid, everyone treats him like that. And it's really funny to watch. I mean, so he still has superhero friends. They're just, they just don't know who Peter Parker is. They know who I, I get it. So. I get it. Which could be funny. You get those like, sp- like those, like those little snippets in the comic where he's like, oh yeah, they're hanging out at the Avengers tower and he's eating pizza with his mask ask on yay like that's fun but like who cares like i liked him interacting with friends having bigger adventures yet still staying street level i mean he's gonna be doing that i mean he didn't stay street level that was the point yeah he didn't stay street level but i mean on his own stuff he he's going back to street level that's what i mean is like oh he's not going to be doing that stuff anymore because he doesn't have the tech he doesn't have the resources he doesn't have he's not he's got nothing he's got no social security card he doesn't even have a high school diploma. And that sucks to watch. Yeah, like I'm it. I guess I'm just interested to see how they write themselves out of that because I what like <laughs> I guess it was very clear how they were gonna write themselves out of him being revealed by J. Jonah Jameson at the end of Far From Home. But mm-hmm. at least w- with that, I was like, Holy shit, what are they gonna do next? And I feel like this movie did that again. I think we also acknowledge like you could also just be like, This is the end of it, and mm-hmm. I would also be fine with that. Um but I feel like they've made three great Spider-Man movies and yes. I'm not worried about them doing like another three. Mm-hmm. I feel like they actually take their time with it and get it right. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Moon Knight. So this is episodes 183 to 188. I gotta say, <laughs> I think I like it less than when we first talked about it. Yeah, was, why is that? I haven't rewatched it. It's just the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, I don't really, I didn't really like the way the stories were told in the comics, and they eventually got there with mm-hmm. the show. That aside, like my personal taste aside, I think they really rushed things by doing what is it like the fifth episode is where you like meet, not meet, but they really dive into like what created. What's the guy's name? Alan? No. Yeah, I don't remember their names even. But Mark there's Mark Spector and Jake basically Lally. the way the system was formed. You get to see how right. the system was formed. Mm-hmm. And I think that the show should have been all of that instead of like an episode because we already called it like once we got to episode 5 we're like this is great stuff, but we know it's just going to be a punching fest next episode and then it was just a punching fest. Uh, yep. fest next episode mm-hmm. so 
I think there was a lot of it, like it felt like Loki to me, but at least Loki felt more consistently mm-hmm. paced. But it felt like Loki to me of like, wow, there's a lot of buildup, and then they're like, yeah, whatever, it's a Marvel thing. It feels like to me, but like mm-hmm. they were kind of like, whatever, this is just a Marvel thing at the end, instead of going as deep as they could have gone mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Moon Knight. Um, so yeah, that's how I feel, and yep. also reading like that Oscar Isaac would go in and out of characters and scenes, but that wasn't what was written or what the directors were thinking. And I'm like, so like I'm happy for him that he got to flex that muscle, but it, mm-hmm. I think it causes more confusion and also kind of just like makes the production look weird. Yeah. It's when you've got like stories like that. I agree. It, it, it's really hard to, to edit around. Cause you're like, the editor is going to be like, wait, is this what, the director wanted like it's just it's such a it's a big process at that point right (laughs) and i don't think i changed my opinion of it because i do like the exploration of the afterlife and the stuff with the the hippo and all that kind of stuff like i forget what that god's name is Mm -hmm. but that was a really, really strong episode for me. And like you said, that episode beforehand and yeah, they're just beating each other up. And I'm like, mm, that's less fun compared to what they were actually doing with the mm-hmm. whole thing. But, and I don't know, um, the giant final episode where you have the, the giant conchu and the giant alligator, like beating each other up. It didn't work for me. That was like one of the things that didn't work for me in Shang-Chi too, is the the, the kaiju fight at the end. It just got mm-hmm. too much. Um, same but thing even with, with uh, Shang-Chi, you didn't feel like they weren't following through on what they had set up. It's just maybe no, not right. what you want to see, but that feels more cohesive than it. This. Yes, like, you're absolutely right about yeah. that. It is much more cohesive in that storytelling because to even just go like, oh, we have this out of being like, oh, we're in Talo. Mm-hmm. And Talo has magical creatures. Okay, cool. Why wouldn't a dragon exist here? That's a good writing story, a plot to get through there. Even if I didn't want to see the dragons like that or whatever, it's it's a lot better written than Moon Knight, where you're like, wait, is everyone seeing this? Because some people are seeing this. And then what's what's going on right now? It's it's yeah, all a of that is show that's trying like. to bamboozle me within a scene. Yeah. And all that stuff is what I don't like. I don't it's well acted. Really- I don't but, feel yeah. like happy when I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. It's, like, it's... Having questions on what actually happened isn't interesting to me. And I'm not saying that's bad uh, storytelling. It works for people. Obviously it doesn't yes. work for me. So that's why yeah, it's, it's where it is for me. Uh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. It's um, more anxiety producing than it is fun to watch. Yes. Uh, Doctor Strange in the, and the multiverse. multiverse of madness. I like it more than we talked about. If I'm being honest, I like to be, to be fair though. I I did rewatch obviously with Pauline, but like I just feel like it was such an interesting story to tell. I'm not like I don't really care about the whole like. And then Charlize Theron shows up at the end. Did I say what episode that was? <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's episode 189 for Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness. But this was a movie where they asked a question I thought was very interesting. Was Yes, it's are you happy? But it was more like what like what are you sacrificing and what's what's worth it to you? And where um 
Wong and Doctor Strange end up at the end of the movie is I like that. I like where it lands. Um, mm-hmm. In addition to like, so there's the the question they're asking and what they're exploring, which I thought was really great, and the, mm-hmm. the sacrifices. But I also did really enjoy, and it worked the next time I watched it, the Sam Raimi of it, like and how he got to mm-hmm. like do his Sam Raimi stuff visually. Yep. I I thought that really worked well because I was definitely vocally like oh this is stupid why would he he didn't like all the <laughs> oversight on Spider-Man yeah. 3 why would he come to MCU there's just it's only going to be oversight and mm-hmm. maybe he didn't have a good time that's fair but at least it looked like he got to have good moments yeah within making the film um yeah I, I distinctly remember you not being on board with the Sam Raimi stuff and at the time you were like you made a very very good point of his experience as Spider-Man. And I'm like, I was more optimistic because of how much I love evil dead and like stuff that he, like his stuff in the horror aspect of it. And he, it really works for me in this one. It's yeah, this is a really strong movie for me. I liked it a lot. And I just love Wanda's yeah, heel turn in this. It's wonderful. It's I mean, when the people heel are just like, it comes out of nowhere. Wanda, I'm like, what do you mean? It comes out of nowhere. Well, that's the she's thing. She's already a villain before. Yeah, she's yeah. I'm like, she's already before. a villain in WandaVision. She's just yeah. not the villain that you think it is. But the fact that she took over a whole town and like made them play a a sitcom game and or whatever, act, like one, it's she's terrifying. Holding people hostage, but she was hurting yes. them. Like it wasn't yes. like psychologically having torturing a good time. them. And like, remember, Physi- like talked about physically being in pain too. Re- oh yeah, yeah. Because I I just remember like those moments where like. Uh, the the guy that gets to like pull out of that scenes could you could you call my sister yeah, yeah. could you like all that kind of stuff it's it just like oh my god everyone. this is yeah. horrifying i'm like people didn't want that didn't want to accept her as a yeah, villain in that movie i'm like you weren't paying attention at all she's already a villain yeah i mean we <laughs> talked about it on that so there's yeah people that like to be obtuse about marvel and that's that like uh, it's true nothing you can do about and, it and they like to be obtuse about the fact that oh just because i can identify with the reason why she turned heel it makes her a good person i'm like listen i can understand why john wick killed a whole bunch of people because someone killed his dog i could get down with that but i'm not actually going to do it i can understand that motivation not actually going to do it so understand um, that they're a villain a lot easier boom there is marvel it. Yes. This is episodes 194 to 196. Then we skip one. One episodes 198 to 199. Then we skip. And then uh, episode 201. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why we would skip between 96 and 98. But oh, it's because there was other stuff coming out during those periods of time. That came out that's not oh, yeah. Those movies that came out in that, that period of anyway, time and Ms. other stuff that was interrupted. Oh, but... no. We did Obi-Wan. That's why. Yes. That's, that's what that was. All right. Well, <laughs> those are the episodes. You can listen to our coverage. I think that the last episode I said pretty much that like this probably needed to be a show and a movie like mm-hmm. split up her past stuff. I don't know the proper way of doing it, but mm-hmm. if I was going to give that show a knock, it would be that. But otherwise it introduced so many characters that I genuinely love spending time with. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was more interesting than they could have like the, popular girl character like we kept talking about how interesting it was that she wasn't necessarily a mean girl no it was just popular and again like 
just something interesting to throw in there that's not the the ordinary obviously mm-hmm. s- shifting to um the character's background the pakistani um lead mm-hmm. um right away, like a female yeah. and just all of that is interesting but i felt like again learn like who are you really and like the fractured self all of mm-hmm. that came into play and i liked all of that that it it was a story of her kind of healing and bringing in bringing this multi-generational um trauma she didn't solve it but she brought like her kind of solidifying who she was helped her mother and grandmother do the same and come together and Mm -hmm. they were on their path to becoming better with each other so i i think all of that still works I haven't revisited it, but I I think all of that still works. Just mm-hmm. it has the main thing of like, yeah, it might feel a bit weirdly paced because you do the Pakistan stuff and then you can't you kind of come back and do the New Jersey stuff, and it feels like those could have been two separate stories. Mm-hmm. But also hearing that they were like, we just want to do everything because a second season is not guaranteed. I can't. I can't begrudge them for that. Like, it yeah. it makes for an imperfect product, but it still was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun uh, when you when you kind of meet the show at where the character's level is supposed to be. Like, it's like a teen, a young teenage girl that's just like a fangirl and all this kind of stuff, and still doing like arguably we're dealing with more of the high school stuff with Miss Marvel than we ever did with Peter Parker, and like same age around that that standpoint of like schooling and superhero powers and all that kind of stuff and yeah obviously we're spending a lot more time because of the disney plus show and all that but yeah this this there's a lot of good stuff here i wish it just got more time to breathe yeah it could have been a longer show Mm -hmm. um i think maybe a longer uh, a, a longer cut even on the episodes would make it work a little bit better but like yeah, yeah you're right in in the sense I, I'm not saying it needed an extra episode. Just like give me like two to three minutes, two to five minutes more in each episode exploring some of the other stuff, and I think we've got a, a better show there. But it's it's a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. that works still, um, and it's cute, and I really like what they did with the mom because I was not expecting that relation for yeah, me to care about that great. much about that relationship at all. Her family is great. Um, yeah. Thor, Love, and Thunder. I still feel like it's like Black Widow unfairly shit on. Um, <laughs> sure. Probably wouldn't change the ranking if, if I gave it what I remember, like 7.5, then I wouldn't change it. I feel like mm-hmm. it's not as good as Thor Ragnarok, obviously. Right. But I still like it better than Thor and uh, Thor The Dark World. I feel yes. Like you're still getting to explore this side of Thor and as we said the theme of like it's better to find love than it is to like you know try and be stoic about this and take it on the chin and Mm -hmm. we see through the action of the movie that it's not that Thor needs to find a wife or a girlfriend he just Mm -hmm. needs to actually open himself back up to someone and be willing to let them break his heart again and in this case he he gains a daughter figure or a niece however you want to put it and Mm -hmm. I think that still means more to me than 
I don't know, like why it was too funny in quotation marks. And the, but the big knock I would give it is I wasn't able to fully explain it when we did our episode, which was episode mm-hmm. 200. I think that having all the gore, the God butcher stuff happen off screen is a big mistake. I mm. think that's yep. a, a bit too much of telling and not showing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's for me the biggest knock against the movie like that you would have an actor like that and a character like this and have it constantly be like oh he just killed this person oh he just killed that person mm-hmm. and then when you see him it's great don't get me wrong I loved Gore the God Butcher but just the fact that they just kept telling you what he was doing instead of showing you is a bad idea Yeah, and you, and hearing like who he had scenes with like Jeff Goldblum, Lena Hitty, like Peter Dinklage. So it's not like they didn't film it. It's that they they did that thing of we need a two hour movie. So they cut a bunch of stuff and I think they cut the wrong stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I I, well, I don't it, think they should have cut anything, but sure. Like Yeah. I, I think when you describe it like that, I'm like, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't like the fact that you don't really see Gore as a threat up until they're showing you him fight, which is like pretty late the thing right um it could have been like yeah the, you could have shown us those dead gods but it could have been like how they died and it could mm-hmm. have been just like the same thing and it could have been a lot because they were playing with the light saturations and all that kind of stuff it could have been a really cool effect of being like oh there's just a couple of moving things and then they're like having this giant fight that no one can see like that would have been cool to mm-hmm. see and then you 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 like a few seconds of that while like it's being reported that they all died and all that kind of stuff sure that yeah. would have been great a lot better i agree um, um i don't think it's too funny like that i don't like no. that criticism we, we talked about it like the, yeah. these i think all the movies actually show thor as using humor as a way of deflecting it's and, a defense mechanism yeah, for him it's a defense entirely mechanism. you can even because see it in thor avengers won. and avengers too like yeah he does it he do- that's what he does like he 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 uses his defense mechanism through humor and trying to make things be a good time instead of dealing with the issue and mm-hmm. again this movie is forcing him to be like no like stop joking around stop trying to like avoid the situation like you need this kind of human connection in your life yeah yeah and uh it's it's a through line because i'm like yeah it's it it it's a big part of his character and when you unravel that psyche of that character you're like i see what they're doing here and this mm-hmm. is why he, after the, especially if you put into context, after the whole Endgame arc where he goes through PTSD and and is not able to do anything for five years, gains a whole lot of weight and all that kind of stuff, and he like trains back and all that kind of stuff, like he's still psychologically affected by that mm-hmm. in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea that he's even more, I'm going to make more fun of everything and have more defense mechanisms because of what I just went through and all the trauma there that I probably didn't properly heal that he just kept deflecting from. He just killed Thanos, yeah. by the way. That's it. Um, like he did, he did the battles and all that kind of stuff. So the fact that in this movie he would have, it's too funny, is actually more on brand of the fact that, yeah, his defense mechanisms are at an all-time high. He's gotten, you know, mm-hmm. back in shape or whatever. But it's the like it's all defense mechanism on top of defense mechanism on top of, of defense mechanism. You're right. When you look at this movie, it's got a good message. Yeah. Whether or not it was properly done, 
Yeah, you yeah. could have used I mean, more gore. Again, um, every time I hear, oh, they tried to make it be two hours or less, I'm like, well, this movie is probably not going to be as good as it could have been. Yep. I shouldn't say probably. It's not going to be as good as it could have been. That's <laughs> uh, true. When you do that. Um, so, yeah, those are why I was saying I disagree on the whole. We never thought that there was wrong with anything. Yeah, that's wrong fair. The length of uh, it, this and Eternals, I think, mm-hmm. both suffer from from either too long to or not no, enough. It's not even. I feel like Eternals too long. It's too long considering what actually gets explored. Like you don't really yep. get much out of the t- the length. <laughs> so, and for this, they cut things that are important character building things, like basically anything that Gore does. Yep. Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's Thor four. Uh, I am Groot. We do not have an episode for this. I do not care about this show. Yep. Uh, but it is part of... I'm glad it's there. It was released in Phase 4, so it is on the list. It counts. Should not it be counts. surprised where that lands on my list, but I just mm-hmm. do not, I don't remember it. I didn't rewatch it. I watched it in one sitting, I'm pretty sure. I thought there was, was like, one where he gets a bubble bath or something like sure. that. That's how much I care or no. I When you said, I don't think about this, I think about I Am Groot less than What If. I think oh, about yeah. What If oh, way yeah. more I than I think of I Am Groot. More. Um. Yeah, I kind of forgot that it was a thing until we did this list. There's yeah. nothing else to say. Sorry, we don't have anything else. To say. We're not shitting all over it. No, but there's just I no just implication. There's nothing. It's just no snow story except for here's a fun thing that ha- happened, which is great. But we're not spending an hour reviewing. No, twenty minutes worth of content. But we did spend a long time reviewing She Hulk, which is episode yes, two hundred six to two fourteen. And what a segue. <laughs> yeah. Uh this is obviously pretty recent. I have not changed my opinion of the show. I think I've even dug my heels in deeper mm-hmm. on what works about it works. Mm-hmm. I've seen some takes like how dare she tell the Hulk he doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm like, in that specific situation mm. she was describing, yes, he doesn't know what it's like to be a woman. I don't understand how anyone could have any confusion about that yeah um that's just a fact he doesn't know what it's like to actually live your life as a woman yeah um, and to think that he does is just missing the point like, well he went through a lot i'm like yeah she's not saying yeah. he didn't go through a lot she's he went through a lot as a man because he went through that stuff and yes. isn't trying and he isn't adjusting for how that might be different for her considering mm. she deals with a lot of modulating her feelings daily um, before any gamma introduction into her life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah anyway i as i said i've kind of dug my heels in more as i said it in our last episode i still don't really get what they were doing with the hulk king after the whole kevin thing yeah um i understood it leading up to it but then i was like oh so then what are we doing here so i feel like that needs to be explored more and i'm willing to just leave the uh Blonsky stuff because clearly they have plans for him for later. Mm-hmm. So that, um, but the Tantinia stuff is a problem still for me. Oh, I don't care about that because I was like, yeah. she's just in it. I like her scenes. I get yep. that people are like, why did she bust through the wall? I'm like, I don't care. It's not, I'm not saying that that's not a problem for people. It's just like the show was very clearly about a very specific thing. Yeah. All of, all of the like superhero stuff was to facilitate. Mm-hmm. the exploration of what it's like to be a woman in the public eye 
<laughs> so that landed for me. Yeah. Uh, and to me, Titania busting through the courtroom wasn't like something they built up to and then kind of skirted away from. Like it, it feels like, okay, yeah, they cut something that explains why she did that. But it doesn't, it didn't feel like, wait, why? Like, I can't move forward unless I know why she bust through that wall. Like, it's just like, she bust through the wall. That's, that's mm-hmm. that. <laughs> There's other things like, well, what were you doing with the king, the Hulk king then? That makes me feel like I can't really move forward from that. Mm hmm. Hmm. But yes, um, there, like as Leslie said, there's there's knocks against all these Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've uh, they've uh, kind of what's the word perfected the amount of time that needs to go into these shows just yet. Not yet. No, it, it seems like as long as there's certain checkboxes. Yeah, because a lot of the then... issues stem from like. Oh well, they just didn't explore this, or it had to get cut because yeah. of this. And I'm I'm not talking about the COVID stuff. Like when people get into, oh, it doesn't look that good. I'm like, okay, sure, we know why. Like, that's, yeah. there's get no more the people, insight. Like... There's no more insight past. There's a very clear reason. There's yeah. there's a couple of reasons why, um, and they're very public. So that's that. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not like people were like, nah, whatever. Uh, next is Werewolf by Night. We didn't get we to didn't review this. Um, it's not for episode. me, but I think it's well made. I all I have to say. Yeah, I enjoyed it for yeah. what it was. It was a lot of fun. It's not something typically I would enjoy. Like the old, like going old school. Like, oh, I love black and white films. I'm like, I don't really care for them that much. So, seeing this done in a format where I'm like, oh, I care a little bit more about this. This is fun. I will then, say, I thought the performances yeah. were great. Yeah. Uh, especially the woman who's like, is she like the widow? Like the stepmom? Of oh, yeah. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Not the, not not the like the, hunter. She's not good. Elsa. That's a good character. Elsa is good, but mm-hmm. I am more talking about really enjoying the performance of that woman who I think is the guy's uh, widow. Yes, that is not the, definitely yeah. the case because he, 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 she, I remember this one line that <laughs> during the whole life like, and for tonight we're gonna remember this guy and for many of you but i knew him as such a fond lover and it made yeah. it so funny to me i'm like yes i am in this is yeah. just the, i am in for this kind of thing it's funny now it's great it worked uh, that that as i said i think it's really well made i'm happy mm-hmm. that it's out there for people because it's something different for sure mm-hmm. um just not really do you think my, it'll link at any point? Because hmm? that's a, the. Do you think it'll link to MCU proper? Yeah, I don't care about that kind of stuff. So you should, I mean, I know you always ask, but it's not. That's not ever. I'm. I just care about like I'm spending the time watching this. Did this make sense? Like, mm-hmm. did this make it worthwhile for me? And how it connects to the Mar- MCU doesn't really factor into me. If it does make connections, that's always fun. But if they don't want to do that, then that's whatever like it, it doesn't make or break for me yeah i, I do think... like asking that question because we're at the point in the mcu where it's like yeah we could have random characters just pop up and show up in movies and like all this kind of stuff and yeah. it's it's a fun thing so thinking about it is a well, I fun mean, it starts off showing you like it's this tier of the avengers and now we're yes. going to show you what happens in the subterranean like not literal but just yeah what happens with, like when they're off doing their thing so mm-hmm. 
I think that what they're saying is there's a possibility that uh, a Doctor Strange has to come down and, and deal with these guys. Uh, I'm not meaning fighting them, mm-hmm. but like work with them or whatever. It's just, yeah, they've just opened up a new area, a new door. Yeah. For Who MCU. knows? I mean, they were talking about Blade. Who knows what that might open up into at some point well, uh, or what it made. planned yeah. to open up into. But there was a lot of rumors of like other stuff like Ghost Rider eventually coming or something like that. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it was fun for what it was. Yes. All right. So then that leaves us with Black Panther 2, which is episode 218 of our show. Mm-hmm. We recorded it last week. It's um, it's out. You can hear. Uh, again, I haven't been able to see it again. I think it's a great movie. My one thing was, you know, not every character felt tied into it as um intricately as the first movie mm-hmm. and that's just me looking for reasons to not looking for reasons it it was something that stuck out for me but um i think i've softened on the riri williams thing not what i didn't like which was mm. they took her suit but just you know i think i already said on the episode like i wouldn't take her out of it but it, i think it's just that aspect that bothered me mm. it didn't feel like the actual conclusion to the to what they went through uh yeah because i mean you you obviously have that criticism knowing that iron heart is a direct uh follow-up to wakanda forever right so you knew you knowing that is definitely watching at at the time i would have been like yeah this is dumb why would they do that but for me, I was like, I thought there would be more time between Ironheart and this where it'd be like, okay, she's like 25 now, like five years later. And she's like, oh man, this one time in Wakanda, I did some crazy thing. And then someone's like, oh, you might have to do it again. And boom, 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 Ironheart. I don't know. That was just stupid. But <laughs> the idea of like, you're right. Yeah, they're taking it away and she's going to build it all up all over again. And you've seen the suit. It looks like crap. So either it's like, her it's the story of like oh this is me making that version of the suit the first version of the suit you see in the movie and then all of a sudden we have to do a montage of her making this ultra crazy suit with no resources that we assume or maybe she gets back in touch with wakanda and it's like hey you know that suit you took away here's the reason why i need you to give it back (laughs) all right we are going to now rank these starting At number 17, least favorite, I'll go first, I am Groot. That's your least favorite? Yeah. Okay. Hawkeye for me. Excellent. I enjoyed I am Groot. I did not enjoy Hawkeye. The fact that we had to do an episode per to review probably made me hate it more. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. Number 16 for me, Hawkeye. I am Groot. Excellent. Uh, nice switcheroo we did there. Number 15 <laughs> yeah. for me, Eternals. Yeah, same seas. We did it. Yeah. It. Probably going to be different here. Number 14 for me is What If. Ooh, I had Loki on here. Excellent. Excellent. Controversial uh, rating there. That one. <laughs> number 13 for me. I'm actually changing this in the moment. Werewolf by Night. Mm. Mine is Black Widow. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Great. It number fell far from two. grace from that nine. It number, fell really far. Number 12. Uh, for me is werewolf. 
Nope, Moon Knight. I just said one. That's, yeah. Number 12 for me is Moon Knight. Mm, that's my what if, 12. Number 12 for you is what if. Yeah. Number 11 for me is Thor 11 Thunder. Ms. Marvel. Excellent. Number 10 for me is Loki. And mine is Thor. Excellent. <laughs> Number nine for me is She-Hulk. Samesies. We did it. Love it. We did it. We did it. Obviously, this won't be the same because my number eight is Black Widow. Mm, mine is Werewolf by Night. You did say you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it that much more than obviously everything else yeah. below it. <laughs> uh, number seven for me is Ms. Marvel. Moon Knight for me. Excellent. Uh, number six for me is Shang-Chi. Mine is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Excellent. We're doing it. We're, yeah. we're in the top five now. Number five for me is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I got Shang-Chi at five. Nice. I, I was not expecting you to rate it higher than me. I was not expecting it to be that high either, but I I really I enjoy, think it's I'm, just a good movie. I mean, it's I think it's a, it's, yeah. it's, it's a very solidly done movie, yeah. despite my gripes with it. Yeah. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing Shang-Chi in the MCU more than any other character right now. Yeah, because to see how they incorporate him. Yeah, because everyone else is kind of like really established and you you kind of get what they would do in Shang-Chi's situation. Like what what would he actually do? We'll find this out. It's kind of fun to learn about. So I'm excited. Number four um, for me is WandaVision. And I got Spider-Man at four. Excellent. Number three for me is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Ooh, didn't see that coming. Um, WandaVision for me. That makes sense. Number two for me is Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. I got Doctor Strange. I kind of figured it would be up there. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. number one for me is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Really? I got Black Panther up here. Perfect. It was just such a good movie. I think for me, the difference is Falcon and the Winter Soldier felt way more steeped in racial relations than yes. Black Panther 2, which doesn't, like, it doesn't make. I just thought, like, wow, they really went there with it. And mm -hmm. I think that all the things we talked about while we covered it, like what made Sam different, I think they just used this format of Disney Plus show the best on that mm -hmm. and also explored things that I genuinely care about and thought there was really great subtle stuff that was going on that obviously people missed. Yeah. Um, so many people missed so many important yeah. things that we were just like, yeah, this was great. And everyone was like, oh, did you see the suit? And we we're like, shut up. Who yeah. cares about that? Like, well, shut up. That's that's yeah. that. Then we we we've ranked all of MCU Phase Four. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We're part of the That Shelf Podcast Network with other great shows like Bad Game Movies, Black Hole Films. So please rate. No, don't rate them. You can listen to them, but don't rate them yet. Just go to thatshelf.com. <laughs> You'll find those shows, our shows, and more shows. If you want to hear older episodes of our show, please go to tdfeverything.com slash spoiledrotten. Our email is spoiledpodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at tdsspoiled. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, a whole bunch of places. So please, now you can rate, review, and subscribe to our <laughs> show, follow our show, Spoiled Rotten Podcast, on all of the different podcast platforms. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Cheers.
This has been a TDF Everything production, brah.